Welcome back for more from our workshop in the 2021 NICE project. He was just having a nervous, a nervous, what, what was the Temporary the, nervous depression. Temporary nervous depression. Pregnancy. Yeah, temporary nervous yeah. depression. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I think that's, that's pretty interesting too, just the, the, the language used and takes us back to, you know, 1892 that, that for sure. That their history mm -hmm. at that time. So. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, we talked a little bit about the woman in the wallpaper and the heads and I'm going to pop up a visual. I've, I'm working on a, a kind of a digital thing. Uh, this one uh, is not finished, but it's, it's a start. Um, and maybe you'll be able to see the, the women in my wallpaper. <laughs> I don't know, but um, uh, I tried to find some and the mushrooms because didn't we have toadstools? Yeah, an interminable, an oh, interminable string of toadstools budding and sprouting in endless convolutions. The, I adapted some Art Nouveau, um, beautiful, beautiful Art Nouveau uh, images. And I'm I worked on layering and cutting and, you know, putting them in different shapes, or not shapes, but orientations and layers and everything overlapping each other. And this is something that I came up with. And um, so I'm, it's not done, but I'm, I'm working on it. And to me, I mean, the woman and the heads, you know, in the, in the wallpaper, it's, it, I feel like that uh, a very kind of obvious is that, kind of what you were saying, Deborah, this, the narrator woman and the woman in the wallpaper are all women, any woman, right? I'm every woman or whatever that song is. I can't sing, but you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's all the women, right? They symbolize everybody. But I just wondered if anybody else had any ideas about what the woman and or the heads symbolize to you. I, I I think it's what we have been talking about the whole time. It's, it's mm -hmm. the oppression. Yeah. It can be many different forms of oppression. And we've been analyzing this from oppression of women. Definitely it needs to also be taken as um, the sort of stigma against mental illness. Yes. Thank you for time. bringing that up. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, and relating to the question we were just talking about, you know, was she mad from the beginning or is she driven mad? Mm -hmm. I think she has at least a predisposition mm -hmm. because early, even on the first half page is the reference to a temporary nervous depression, a slight hysterical tendency. Mm -hmm. So the predilection is there. The environment is what really stops that healing mm -hmm. and really makes that come out. Yeah. And, so, and I think, I think definitely at the time this book came out in the 1892 and, and really even today, I, uh, I will say, I have heard people say, oh, the artistic temperament, you know, if you're an artist, you're, you're you, you know, there are still people who look at you as, oh, you must be slightly crazy because, you know, you're an artist and they have this temperament, you know. Yeah, I just saw the Van Gogh exhibit again yesterday. So, you know, we're talking 1880s, 1890s. <laughs> And that was all about insanity. So yeah. I got a theme going on this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
anyway, sorry, my husband was poking his head in the door and I told him to go away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> We're talking about what the woman in the head symbol. Yes, and I, I feel like you're very on point, both of you, to discuss uh, the idea of mental illness and creativity and artistry and, and crazy artists of other, you know, Van Gogh is a good example, you know. Um, but, and I think, I think that, in some ways, the way the woman in the wallpaper changes in the perception of the narrator, the way the narrator sees the woman mm -hmm. evolve mm -hmm. is almost like an evolution of a personal journey a lot of women could share about either mental illness or postpartum depression or getting out of a abusive relationship or, you know, any, any kind of con confining situation I don't know how else to uh, really describe that but where you feel like your freedom or your creativity is being suppressed or oppressed and on on that kind of takes us back to what we were talking about at the beginning Sarah E when you were talking about you know hopefully the author's own you know racist opinions of the time um, aren't a complete barrier to uh, all kinds of people, you know, reading this book and getting something from it. Because I do feel like the journey of this patient, quote unquote, who is undergoing this rest cure, quote unquote, how she manages to fight against it within her own mind and conquer it. You just froze, Alice. Oh. Uh, I can hear her. Okay. Um, and even if it seems like a crazy ending, quote unquote, she conquers what she sees as her battle to free the woman in the wallpaper. She believes she has done that right. And she has, you know, become that woman. So she's freed herself. It's a circular kind of argument I'm making and it may not be perfect, but, um, I do feel like that's kind of what, uh, the main imagery comes across for me, at least in the passage and in the book. Um, you know, I think, I think the opposition of, uh, opposing forces in this book is very powerful. There's a lot of X versus Y in this book, a lot of different kinds of X versus Y. So, um, Sarah E., did you want to say anything more about um, any of those kind of opposing forces or anything like that? I do, because I'm having an aha moment here. Oh, I had a feeling you were. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling it coming here. Um, it isn't our narrator who is bad. It isn't John who's bad. It isn't the woman creeping behind the wallpaper that's bad. It isn't all the relatives that are bad. It isn't even the cure itself and the, the well intentions behind it that are bad. It is the system. It is the pattern of oppression. Yes. And I think that, yeah, definitely Gilman was a racist, mm -hmm. but I think our understanding of racism has evolved that we can be the most well-intentioned people in the world and still buy into a system that is bad yes. without yeah. being fully cognizant it's bad. And yes. so I, I feel like there's a new twist to put on this in recognizing John's not bad. Yeah. Not a bad position. Mm -hmm. It is the system. It is the pattern mm -hmm. of oppression that is bad. Yes. And that brings us, you know, again, to what you were saying about, um, you know, modern feminism is about, you know, making equal, raising up, however you want to phrase it, any oppressed person, right? 
doesn't matter what the oppression is about. It's, you know, feminism is about, you know, trying to ensure that every human being is, treat, is treated equally under the law and in society, right? And so I feel like the issues in this book, although on one level they're very specific and they're very oriented to, you know, postpartum depression and this rescue treatment being bad and like you said, those kind of things. There's the the book and the can be, you know, read in context with the modern world and some of the things that are happening in today's world around us now, you know. We see a lot of these same kind of issues, obviously, not not just quote against women, but you know against all kinds of groups of people, um, and and that's what we don't we I say we nice community education arts. That's one of the reasons we do this this project is we want to raise awareness that we're for equality, equality for all, you know. And you're right, we we are not perfect in knowing everything about everything, and. Um, and we may think that we're all wonderful people, but we have to dig deep and look hard. And some of these books really help us do that. Join us next time as we continue with our workshop discussion for the 2021 NICE Project.